Right, so I, I, I didn't publicize this this voice note too much. Um, it's a bit of an experimental concept. Um, I want to try go through my business, explain to you how it is I do what I do and what it is that I did last year, give you a couple of figures, uh, possibly try and inspire a couple of people. Um, it is going to be related to my business, so there's going to be studio-related stuff, but I'm going to try and relate it so that artists can understand how they can do the very same thing. I know uh, I've been told, hey, man, you're running a service. It's very different to what an artist does, but artists also run a service. You're selling a product, and I'm like, yes, but you're an artist, and you're also selling a product. It's the exact same thing. We're just using different terms, and we're doing slightly different things. Um, so, yeah. Just as a background, as a, as a physio, I think when I did the most work, like when I was working full on, this must have been 2014, 2015, it was, honestly, it was possible to crack half a million um, rand um, doing physiotherapy related stuff. This is after taxes. Um, what I tried to do is I tried to make sure that whatever I was getting through, and I, when I say, when I give you that figure, it's not me going to work every day. This is me going to work every day, doing a couple of weekends here and there, taking um, a couple of evenings as well, doing a little bit of work then. So it was a lot of hard work. And physiotherapy isn't, it's not just sitting in a room and consulting. You know, you're moving around, you're lifting patients up. There's a lot of actual physical labor and um, it became a bit much so i kind of slowed down a bit and get, it gave me a chance to work in my music career um i just managed to um well work out what it is that i got throughout the course of last year last year for the most part i was doing music full-time um my monthly if i was paying myself a salary um it would have come to about 16k a month uh, just over 16k a month that i was getting through music now um, this is one of the reasons why I didn't want to publicize this too much. This is one of those things where I just want to give you the raw information so that you can decide for yourself if this is something that you want to do, whether it's as a musician or as a, as a music producer. This year, I'm set to make more. It's obvious. It's going to happen. I've, I've projected it. It's been. It's it's going to happen. But yeah, for a for a year where I was doing this full time, I don't think that's too bad of an of an income. Um, yeah. So. Hopefully it'll push closer to the 20. If I can get it just above 20, that'd be great too. But anyway, moving right along. Essentially, what I had initially was an idea. If you speak to the people that I was talking to back in 2015, I had an idea where someone would be able to come into my studio um, and essentially be able to get everything done. Right from the creation of the beat, right the way down to recording, right the way through the whole marketing process and getting the product out there. So what I decided I would do is I'd take a portion of that, the point of from the point of cre beat creation to the point of having a mastered product, and then having the the added service of consultation after the track has been done. I'll take that portion and I'll start working on that for now. And as I move to a point where I can find a marketer, where I can find people that I've built a decent amount of a relationship with. And, uh, you know, obviously having things growing organically, I would be able to then slowly start to move towards my end goal of having and that, that entire service, that enti entire production service. I'm in no rush. I don't mind if it takes me another five years, another 10 years, because this is something that I want to have running right throughout the rest of my life. So after having had that idea, I needed to figure out where my points of USP would be, my unique selling point. What would it be that I'm doing that's different? 
And right, right off the bat, I knew that by me giving out information, the same way I'm doing right now, I'm able to build a relationship a lot quicker with you who's listening to me as opposed to someone who's either typed something out or someone who's just done a random video online from whatever country it is, as well as um, with regards to engagement, when people send me messages, I tend to reply. More often than not, I will reply. And I'll try and reply as promptly as I can. That's another unique selling point. I know there's a lot of South African artists and producers that once messages are sent through to them, they get a bit of a God complex. You know, they've done a couple of shows, they've got a little bit of shine, and now, you know, not just anybody can talk to them. And that there for me is the instant, is the start of the downfall of that artist, right? Gone are the days where you can step back and say, hey, you know what, I'm better than this person or I'm better than this group of people and I don't need to speak to them. You have to be talking to your artist every single day. Remember, because you're a business, whether you're an artist or you're a music producer, because you're a business, unless you have someone in customer relations, you have to do the customer relations for yourself. You're going to be talking to everybody. You're going to be dealing with everybody. As much as you want to have a beat store where people come through and they don't talk to you, it's going to have to happen. You're going to have to talk to people. That's when the sales are going to be made. That is when people are going to start to fall in love with your music, fall in love with your brand, fall in love with your image. Right? Going on to image, um, you're going to need to set up some sort of a price plan. I know artists out there that, that charge whatever they think at the time. So they'll say, how much do you charge for feature? 2K. The next week, how much do you charge? Ah, 5K. Next week, how much do you charge? Ah, maybe three. I'm not so sure. Same with beats as well. There needs to be a, a it needs, even if you write it down, it needs to be a structure. And there needs to be structure around what you're doing. Same with your website and your social media presence. The more structure you show, the more professional you look. Professionalism is only structure. That's all it is. If you can set up your structure, people will start to take you seriously from the get-go. Once you get, once you've got your USP, you obviously have had, um, you know what products you want to sell, right? Looking at products, <clears throat> you've got your tangible products, like your merchandise, you've got t-shirts, whatever it is, you've got CDs that you want to sell, which people aren't really selling anymore. You've got your intangible products, your songs, you know, selling things off iTunes, um, uh, selling digital information, like an ebook or an audiobook, something like that. That's something that you can sell that people can't necessarily touch, right? It's digital information. On top of that, we all have um, services that we can sell, right? A service that an artist can sell is a gig, right? A service that a producer or a music or a sound engineer or someone like that can sell is mixing and mastering, recording, uh, that kind of stuff. Then everybody, I feel like every creative has the ability to tutor. Once you get to a certain point where you're, con you're confident in what you do and you're confident that you're decent at teaching, what it is that you do, and you can sell that as a service as well. You're able to tutor, right? Moving on from there, you've got different, you've got other, you've got two other kinds of um, income. One being a very, very, very the, probably the most passive of incomes that I've come across, and that's royalties. Once the music is done, you find a music publisher, um, and that person helps you uh, pick up on royalties, right? Uh, same with radio play. After some time, you're going to pick up on royalties. This is all work that you haven't necessarily put in. You have to put in constant work. For it. Kind of, it kind of generates over time. Um, then a more long-term way of making cash would be your kickbacks through sponsorships, endorsements. Um, and then once you've built up enough leverage, then you start making money from 
things, simple things, like maybe someone wants to do a feature and they want to pay, they want to pay you for your time type of thing. So those are kickbacks that you get at the end of the day. So just to summarize that your money is going to be coming from your products, your services, the passive income, which is long-term and your kickbacks, which are also going to be long-term things. Now, things that the one, the, uh, two, the, the two things that people always skip when they're trying to run their artist career or run their music business is that they don't have research and development. Remember, no one else is there to make sure that you're getting better. You have to be doing that for yourself, constantly reading articles, speaking to people, um, just much like relationship management, talking to people and understanding what the new advancements are, not just watching another person to see how they rap or hear the next album to see what's going on in the streets, but actually figuring out the inner workings of the entire environment. That's what that research and development department, you're responsible for that, right? Um, so reading the latest information, uh, looking for ways to tweak what you already have going. I'm constantly trying to tweak this, this um, business that I've got going. I'm trying to make it bigger each day. Uh, so that's the one thing people never see. Then the other thing is incomes and expenditures. I've seen people throwing cash away purely because you know they can't they've gotten it from a gig and that's it they're just going to spend it or they they get money from selling a couple of beats and then they just they spend that money on the incorrect stuff so if you're able to track that's how i was able to track how much i made this year because i tracked how much i made as well as how much i spent on music and that's super super important because now i know exactly what to expect for next year i've got excel spreadsheets running back from 2015 and year on year i've almost doubled what I've made. I don't expect to double 16 and make 32k next year, but I do expect it to get quite, you know, to to move towards that point. And that's something that I was able to tell because of trends. So yeah, I think if you can take all of this information that I've given, try and work it to your advantage, you'll find that um, you'll be able to, you know, run a decent sort of operation, something that can start paying you back over the next couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. Let me know what your what your ideas are, um, any questions that you might have, and I'll see what I can do about answering them.